Please note that the voices have been digitally altered to protect privacy. My story I did not share with like over 40 something years. It was a big secret, actually. And I lived supposedly like I was the happiest person in this world, but it wasn't so. And by coming here to group and I hear and I, you know, I'm saying, I said, oh my God, these people don't get Abby. It's like scary. We don't get him. I didn't even get him in the beginning, but I'll go back and it's going to go back and forth. You'll pick up my lines, but I'm trying to bring them out. My story happened when I was three years old. And I remember it to the T. And this is something that I, when it happened actually, after it happened from three to six, I actually took a key and I locked it. I really locked it, I threw it out. It never happened to me. And that's what I thought, that it never happened. You know, I really like made that it didn't happen. And my story started with that. I lived in Denver and um, it was my father's best friend. And um, we were there a lot, maybe at least twice a week. And so I'm not going to go to exactly what happened, even though I do remember today, even though I didn't want to remember it. My first time getting back, my memory was actually coming here from my son. Like that was almost like five years ago. And so I had been part of like my daughter. And that's when I remembered and I said, I don't know. And I didn't even want to come to Abby to begin with because he was for free. And we did everything with my son before we actually came to Avi, and that's when we went by death door, that's when we actually came to Avi. And I heard him say these things, and I said, oh my God, how does Avi know my life? That's my life. He's talking everything that happened to me, and it's just like, wow. But you know what I said? Those things, like, wow, I was so strong, it didn't happen to me, all these things, what he's saying, you know, I must have been so strong that it didn't affect me. So I was like so happy. Finally, somebody's giving me tools. All these years, I tried to get tools, but everything went out the window. And I think I was like the most twisted person ever. Like I really enjoyed also all the stuff I was doing. And my kids, like it ended up turning my life around because I wasn't like that when, when they were growing up actually. And I didn't even see that. They only saw that I was so, that I was perfect. And, um, but I followed everything to the T, what Avi said, and it was like, just wow. It was actually, I'll tell you the truth, what happened that my, I mean, right now I just got to get, but actually from when we started Avi, I, we came here straight for like almost two years, straight me and, and whatever. And those were the happiest timings in my whole life. The twisted with, with me and my husband, what we did, we had everybody come, friends. It didn't make a difference with the kids, barbecue. It was a party. And that was my best timing in my life. Anyway, let me go back from seven. I mean, I moved when I was seven years old to Israel. And that's when actually my trauma started. And I didn't know that. Couldn't focus in school. Totally didn't focus. And actually, I was, I, to myself, I thought I was dumb. They, everybody tried to help. First, it was the language. First of all, I'm coming from America. So first, they blamed it on the language. Blamed it. I had the Lex. Even today, I have it a little bit. Blamed it on anything that they could blame it, that I had an issue. And they even left me back in class. And I always thought I was not normal. All the things that you kids have, I had the same thing. The only thing... 
that I'm linking back, and this is this is funny, I didn't even tell you this part, is that I came here for the two kids, and you saved my life, you saved them, you saved everybody in the household. Then I went back into Alan, and I took Avi's words, and I switched Alan around to my way of twisted purity, and they all went through it. All the, whoever's in my in Alan, I went like that, Avi's way, and they saw it was the truth. And then I was doing Avi, and I started to do Amuna, and through all my my years, I actually like I acted everything like your kids do. The only way. I couldn't find happiness. I'm looking for happiness, security, and love. Those are the three things I'm looking all the time. I hate myself. And I, I want to do good. No matter how good I'm doing, it's never good because it's always pouring. There's always bad stuff happening to me no matter where I go, where I turn. But I'm still trying to be that best that I could be. But Hashem must be punishing me because we're raised Jewish people. So then it has to be somebody's punishing me. So... Hashem is punishing me, and then I'm still trying to die because that's what the teacher said, and I'm dying, I'm dying, but it's not doing anything. So why do there's no Hashem there? That I don't think Hashem is there. I'm, I become Hashem in a kind of way. So you know what? I don't listen to anybody. So there's no, nobody could. I don't listen to anybody. But I don't even know that this is linked to what happened to me. I just think this is. I'm just crazy. I must be so crazy because I'm talking already to myself at that stage. My life is going bananas, and I'm living like five different people, or even ten different people. But the, what I did find with Avi coming back, I went back into my life. I never went there. It was closed. Selective memory, the doctor called it. I had selective memory. I had one trauma after another, and I had a lot of traumas in my life. So I linked it back that the people that had the most fun with me, and that Hashem protected me all these years, I went back, yes, I'm very grateful for that, but then I didn't see that. And the more fun I had, the more I was able to survive my craziness in my head, which nobody knew my crazy. How I was supposed to know? I'm not talking about it. Because why we're not talking about it? There's something crazy that they put into your head. They're going to kill somebody. You speak out, you, somebody in the family is getting killed. And you're three, your brain, how does it work? So for me, it was like, I'm living a double life. If anybody knew my life, I wouldn't have friends over here. But luckily, that I had friends and I had, but they didn't know who I really was. I was a fake person. wasn't I was the trade of the jack. You wanted me to be this room, but if you if you loved me and you made me happy, because I'm looking for happy. There's a hole. I always have a hole. No matter what they do with me, I am not happy, and I don't know why. I'm trying to find it. So if the person said like you know, because I, I I did all the stuff. Well, I'm not going to what I did because it's not important right now. But I do. You can imagine what I did. So. If the, if the doctor said I had this, then I had that. I was a liar, manipulator, all the things that addicts have. Trade in the jack, I mean, whatever you want to call these people, if you ever went to these places that were addicts, so they have names for them, why they're like that. So I was all that stuff. I lied, and I, and, and I did a lot of things that, um, um, just to find happiness. So what you guys are doing, you're putting the happiness in the home. And you know about it. So if you have the knowledge that you could actually save it because what they're looking for is something that makes them happy. So if the guy makes them happy, they're going to the guy. If, if the Jew makes them happy, they're going to the Jew. It's the excitement. And you're thinking that's making you happy. But what happens? That happiness fades because at the end of the day, nothing can make anybody happy. It's only once a week. Nobody knows that. And I never linked that. Actually, my brain is, is damaged because... There's one part we don't see. We only see one part. 
I don't know about your story. This is my story. I don't know about it's with your kids, but this is my. I mean, it's it's my story. So I'm not going to say it, but there's similarities to it. Is that I came back again because I needed to know. I knew that Avi knew all the traumas and what it does to the brain and that and all. And I needed to. I needed that to understand myself. And actually, when I came into Avi's rooms, he validated that I am normal. So finally, after so many years, I realized, you know what? I'm normal. Like, I, I'm smart, actually. I thought I was dumb all these years. And I was able to go back into becoming a secretary. I couldn't become a secretary because I didn't know how to spell. I couldn't, um, photography is my hobby for years, and I couldn't do it because I didn't feel I was good enough to become a photographer. And um, speaking in front of you guys, I couldn't speak to anybody in a classroom. I was so shy. It was like my face would turn red if I spoke somewhere. So Avi gave me right now my life back because he was <laughs> He validated who I was and why it happened to me. And even goes this far. I came back because I wanted to know more knowledge. And I realized, you know what? My brain was dead. I never saw a part of me that was there. I never saw it. And um, I'm still fixing that part of my brain because it really is damaged by... I had a crazy story a few weeks ago in the shopping mall. There was alarm ringing. People were running for their life and um, yelling. And I was in the dressing room and I was just continuing as if I'm shopping, not getting affected by that craziness that's going around. All I said in my mind, if I die, I would just call the people that I love that I'm dying. And if they say it's an alarm that, that there's a fire, I'll just run out and I'll have them be missing an item on me. Like, what's the big then I'm still changing. And then, like, if I'm driving and somebody yells, right, 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 I will end up turning left. So I realize now parts of my brain are actually... And it goes so far that I was in the hospital because I have some other medical issues right now. And they found that I had lesions in my brain. And by the way, they put me for a whole week by the stroke unit. And I was telling them, I don't have a stroke. I don't have a stroke. I don't, you know. And they couldn't find anything wrong with me. So my trauma actually caused me lesions in my brain. So so whatever Avi says, you should know. And you, you're lucky that you have this because I'm going to tell you, Chabad saved my life in Minnesota. I don't know if she's here, uh, Fanny. I met her after so many years by the retreat that the ladies had, that she was my counselor, and these counselors loved us unconditionally. They gave us so much power that the fun, and what a, you know, you didn't need anything back from them, and it was like so powerful, that love. And I am today, I hate Hasidim because, not really I hate them, I know they do great because I had a, a somebody close to me and I was speaking Hebrew in Israel, and he said I can't come into his house because I speak Hebrew. And for life. If somebody's going to ask me what, my parents come to the home, they're going to ask me what you are, and they ask me your chassidim, I said, nothing to do with it. And I know that chassidim are nice people, and they're warm and all that. And my uncle's very nice. Thank you so much. I'm comfortable enough. I'm trying to but, but the love that I got from Chabad, I, my kids joke that I am Chabad, and I am Chabad, and I love them because they gave me that love, what I'm missing, and whoever, if, if, you, if you can't give your kids fun in the house, then they're going to find it outside, 
everyone Avi says it's the truth because not only did he save my life, he saves everybody's life because we are the, the kids are going it's trauma that does and I never linked it. I never never linked it. I had to come back here a second time in around to realize that my brain is dead, like my, my, when, my, when my husband left me because he has his own trauma and he still needs to heal himself, he left because he thinks this is best for everybody that he, he, he caused so much to the, th- to the marriage because his own, he still didn't heal himself, well, that's a shame he'll get there, and he said it's better, he's, he's from the outside, and like this, he's not around all of us, and from that massive thing that happened, I realized that I did so much myself damage, which I'm not even blaming it because it's not, we don't know exactly why, we, you know what I'm saying, but my brain was so damaged those days that I did not see my part. I played in anywhere because my life was basically fake. But what I did realize when I'm writing back my whole story is that when, when we, we needed to find something wrong with us. So when the doctor said you were depressed, I was excited to go for the depression medication because now I had an issue. But I, it never lasted because it wasn't really the issue. So there was, there's no, nothing. There's just names and names. And that's why when he says you have 10 diseases, there's no such thing. Hashem doesn't give 10 diseases. You take away the trauma, which I took away. I lied, and I still do. I, I mean, I try to, you know, I, now I see the two differences that I, you know, stop. But I thought I was telling the truth with my life. Four signatures. I did. I don't listen to authority, even today. But now that I know that, you know, I'm fixing over my mind. So I do, I fix it. I'm grateful that Hashem sent me Avi, that he was able to save me, saving my kids. And I know what it is on both sides, because I mean, I'm a twisted mom. So I'm not saying it's not hard and it's not painful. Take good care of yourselves. That's the way you take care of the kids. But the more you're going to have them in your house, you're saving them with the right house to have kids. And extra kids who kids, kids love me. I have them constantly come over. The ones that don't want to take care of their kids are more than welcome to adopt them. And they know they have. I took them. I just had my nephew. I took him to, to, to the supermarket with his girlfriend. And um, we went to, to, to uh, I mean, I'm in Seth. We went to Target. And we, with my, my two, two kids also came along with me. And we're shopping, and we opened up a bag of uh, sweet peas and some cookies, and we're eating it while we're shopping. And they said, we, my mother never does this. We never did this. And I said, why? We, you know, and my, so my kids said, you don't understand the excitement of shopping. We can actually eat while we shop. And, they, and you know what? They came back again, and they said, we want to do this again. I said, you know, we saved Disney for these kids. We don't have to go to Disney. We just go to the supermarket. <laughs> but you know what? Fun is, it depends on everybody else. But you know what it is? It's not you're looking. You're looking for the love. You're looking for the unconditional love that you're going to be here tomorrow. This is a safe zone. And you know what? If they don't, if they don't feel, you know what? We could see people. That means that little wink, that little move, you know. But the smartest people read people very nicely. And that's what we're the most sensitive people. But you keep on doing twisted parenting. Like Avi says, you're doing the right thing. You're saving everybody. And we don't know why, Hashem. I also don't know. One thing I do realize that today, I thought I always was the driver. I'm not. I am the backseat driver. Hashem is the driver. I'm just on a journey right now. Thanks to Avi because Avi, I'm going to tell you again, your name is Avi because you're the father of all of us. And you saved my life because. They say, we don't know who you are. We don't know who we are. You know, we didn't see this when you were growing up. We saw something, but we didn't see this. So it's like, 
you know, they love me and all that. I don't say anything, you know, about it. But it's like they don't know who I am. So if your kid doesn't tell you, or if your kid is not, if she's emotional and she can't talk to you, she has so much pain going on in that head of hers that you can't imagine. And you don't have to imagine, you should never imagine, but know that you're saving the kid's life, whatever you do. And if it's hard for you, I'm not saying it's not hard, it is. I'm, I, I barely slept. I used to sleep all the time. I barely sleep anyway. I don't sleep. I, you know, coffees keep me going because I have to be there for my kids. And, um, but it's a lifesaver. You know, I'm saying if only people knew before it wasn't met. Hashem has its own challenges every year, but now that you have Avi, you have the key. Do as much as you could. It's hard for you. We have Rakhisham, this WhatsApp group. You have go do what you like, have fun, and then take care of the kid because it really is that if she's not in your home, she's in the street looking for what's going to make her happy. We don't know what makes us happy because nobody links the, the, that trauma with anything. I never linked it. It took me another few years to come back here, and that's when I started to link. And I'm still finding myself that I have to fix my brain up. So, anyway, Avi, thank you so much. This is Avi Fischoff, and I can be reached at twistedparenting at AOL.com.